Hey guys, and welcome to Personality Bingo with me, your host, Tom Moran. So this week on the podcast, we have the unbelievable Anne Skelly. Anne is an actress whose work you're going to best know, possibly from Red Rock, which I was a huge fan of. Um, Her storyline in that was so riveting. She was so amazing to watch in that. And since then, she has only gone one way. She has just wrapped filming on a new feature film called Rose Plays Julie, opposite Aidan Gillen and Orla Brady. That's due for release later this year in 2019, so make sure to keep an eye out for that. As well as that, you'll most recently have seen her on the screen opposite Jamie Dornan that's right I said Jamie Dornan in Death and Nightingales which is a gorgeous adaptation um, of the novel um, and that was in the BBC uh, made by the creator of The Fall 2 and as well as that she's been if denominated guys if denominated at 22 freaking years old how's that for you not bad at all for Kissing Candice uh, directed by Aoife McArdle which again was a really really interesting film she was amazing in it she just got this amazing quality to watch and what a pleasure it is to do so so it was amazing to sit down and chat to Anne uh, during the week and a huge shout out to friend of the show Stephanie Dufresne former guest an amazing episode too if you haven't checked that episode out go and do it because it's gorgeous but she put me and Anne in touch we hadn't met before the episode and what a pleasure it was so Anne if you listen a massive thank you to you for taking the time to do it guys in other news I've got some really exciting acting news I want to announce selfishly from my point of view but uh, I hope you guys are going to be able to go and check that out because I think you're going to really enjoy it later on in the year can't just say anything just yet but some a couple of really cool things actually to uh, announce and go check out Bingo Loco that's a new company I've started working for lately doing some stand-up comedy MC hosting work for them the nights are unbelievable fun I'm sure you've heard of it because the nights are absolutely everywhere these guys have taken the country by storm over the last couple of years and it's kind of odd how central Bingo has become to my life between this podcast and Bingo Loco It's very very weird But look What can you do They're both great gigs Um, As well as that This is my third time Recording this introduction So I'm going to shut up now Before I fuck it up Any more than I already have today Because it's very hard To do this smile talky thing When you've messed it up Three times So guys Without further ado Please enjoy The wonderful Anne Skelly Playing personality bingo With Tom Moran And Skelly, ready to play personality bingo? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was kind of perfect. Uh, so, quick explanation of how it all works. I've got sixty minutes on the clock. I've got sixty balls in here, and I've got sixty corresponding questions. I've also given you a sheet of paper with five numbers in the paper. Will you do me a favor and read out the five? Okay. Five. Ooh. Fifty-four. Right. Sixteen. Yeah. Forty-seven. Okay. Twenty-two. Nice. Uh, that was kind of like a well, those car show voice I really wanted to do. Like I a, felt like you were doing like a sexy voice. Twenty-two. Forty-seven. Mm-hmm. Sixteen. It's good. Yeah. I like it. You can do the whole thing like that if you want. Right. Or change <laughs> every question. I won't be able to keep it up. <laughs> this just turns into like like a, a, a radio audition tape for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, All the things. Can I actually have this for my show? Really <laughs> yeah. Um, and I should uh, also, yeah, get you to pick a sixth number, something between okay. one and 60 that's not already there. 59. Go for it. All right. Definitely no one's ever picked that number before. Ah, oh, sweet. Why'd you do it? Um, You know, my instinct actually said six because to come right after five, I just feel like... Why not? Mm. Um, but then you said 60 and I said 59. Yeah. It just worked out as such. Mm-hmm. Or should I say it's my favourite number? Um, it's my favourite number. Specifically why? I don't know. Just I feel like that's why people pick numbers. 
It's my favourite number. That is common. Yeah. Sometimes people pick like, yeah, you kind of went for like, I'm going to pick like a weird hipster number. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah, that's it. You fall into that bracket. Yeah. And sometimes people... Like well, I'll have like a matcha latte of numbers. Mm. It's hipster. I'm very, 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 very new to drinking coffee and stuff. Like I had my first cup of coffee in December. <laughs> so <laughs> I actually think specifically the 19th of December. Oh. Yeah, and I felt like I was having a heart attack. It was amazing. Like in, <laughs> it was amazing. In, I loved it. In the good, yeah. in the good way. Yeah. The good kind of heart attack. But um, I just sweat a lot when I drink coffee. Oh yeah. Yeah, I actually had a cappuccino before I came here because I didn't want to be like a dead person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm sweating. Do you sweat a lot in Italy because you live there? <laughs> No, <laughs> I don't sweat um, often. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, m- me neither. <laughs> Although this summer I sweat, I sweated, I sweated, I sweated. Swat. I swat <laughs> an awful lot. <laughs> That's I d- good. I did. Yeah, I mean. I'm not, oh, sorry, I'm not looking for you to. I'm actually, no, I don't know what to do. I don't have much actually else to say about the sweating. That's okay, I can just keep yeah. telling you how you play the yeah, game. No, yeah, no, no, you continue on with your sweating stories. Well, no, I don't really you have one. Sweat, you sweated a lot this summer. You sweated a lot this summer. It was very warm. <laughs> um, um, look, I'm going to finish this because I just know the next hour is going to be weird. So I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to set the, I'm going to set the game up so we can just absolutely not play it at all. Um, are you sweating now? Yeah. OK, excellent. I'm like damp. Okay, <laughs> good, good. I'm glad to hear it. Okay, cool. Uh, that's who we like our guest, the personality bingo. Um, I should Moist. say that if no, all... No, that's terrible. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, I really shouldn't say. A, a former question in this podcast used to be, what is everyone's least... What, yeah, what's your least favourite word? And everyone said moist. I was like, okay, it's just a shit question. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. It was a terrible question. So everyone's turned off now because you said their least favourite word. They're like, fuck that bitch. Oh, yeah. Well, well. Yeah. No, that's really good question. Did, anyway. Didn't want them anyway. How dare you? <laughs> this is a highly no, successful no. podcast. No, I was, highly I was trying to be Highly successful. I know it is. I'm sorry. <clears throat> okay, right. I, no, I was, see, when I try to be self-depreciating, I actually end up insulting others somehow, so I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Make it self-deprecating. Go fuck yourself. Whatever. All right, and uh, I should say that if all six of those... like my know, mother. Uh, I am your mother. Um, if they all come out... <laughs> That means that the tables are turned. You get to ask me any question in the whole wide world. Okay, okay sweet. Okay. All right, let's give it a spin. Okay, first out the gate, we have number ten. Do you have it? Stop sweating no, in my studio. So <laughs> no, I don't. Do you have a favorite quote? No, I don't. <clears throat> really? Yeah, no. I, I, I said this to you a second ago. I'm not really good with quotes. I don't remember oh. them. Like there was this like phase in school, which was the entirety of school, where people would be able to quote Anchorman like word for word, and. I was just, it was like really silent from my end of the lunch table because, you know, I just kind of had to look and laugh and watch them reenact Anchorman um, word for word. And I was like, how many times did you watch this film or did you Google it and learn it off? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when people can rap Nicki Minaj really fluently, mm-hmm. um, I, that must have been a, a process of like learning the lines of her songs. Mm-hmm. And now I wonder with Anchor, Anchorman. Yeah. Where, where did you eat lunch at school? Um, I don't... I mean, someone else's homeroom, isn't that someone else's homeroom? What's a homeroom? Like a homeroom, like the, where the, 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 the room that you're designated with, that you go to like really basic classes with. Oh, this is so... In- Sorry, I was I genuinely mean? interested because when you said like at the table at lunch and I was like... You get like the geography room as your little like 1A, 2A, We 2B, didn't do that. Whatever. You didn't do that? No, we didn't have like homerooms or anything like that. Like I, I understand the concept. What, in your school? No, it makes total sense, but we never had that, no. 
And like then from like fourth to sixth year, I'd go home for lunch. Every day I'd walk home and walk back. I only wow. lived like around the corner from That's the school. That's a dream. I guess so. Did you, are you from, did you live kind of far from your school? Did you have to get a bus or a drive or something? I had to get a bus, yeah. So uh, I, li- I went to school in Wexford and um, yeah, no, we like had a bus and then I'd walk home from there. Mm. No, uh, no, we we would have like a, a homeroom. There was like a cafeteria. I can't remember if it was cool or not to eat in the cafeteria. Mm. Were you cool? No, but but the cool people, I feel like they're, well, there was like a group of like 10 people and um, I feel like they let me tag along because sometimes they said something that made them laugh. Mm. You, you, yeah. yeah. Do you, do you, know do you, do you I mean? feel like a, a funny person? Do you know what? Um, I actually thought I was funny um, up until recently. Um, I thought that's why people talked to me or like kept me around. And it was actually really nice. My dad, he goes, yeah, you know, I said to my dad, I was like, I thought I was really funny and I don't think I am. And he goes, uh, he was like, and people, he was like, I, I don't think people like you because you're funny. Because you're, okay, you're funny enough, but like, he said, uh, he said I like you because you're smart. And I said, thanks, Dad. Mm. I, fe- I felt like I was in the help. You know, like, you was, what was it? You was smart. You was kind. You was good or something. I can't look bad at the quotes. But um, I was like, thanks. So maybe I'm, uh, I'm smart. Smart people tend to be funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think I you're know. really funny. You're not what I thought I you were like going to be like. Oh, I, I don't know what I did. I'd never met you before. Yeah, and I but I've seen you loads of stuff. I think you're a really good actor, and thank you. That's Tom. my only impression of you. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I just didn't. Yeah. I, I didn't. Um, didn't know what you're going to be like. Uh, you have yeah. a lighter personality than I thought. It's really Thanks, light because I cry in everything I do. Yeah, and but I'm like, miserable. Yeah, and yeah. all the things. But you've kind of got that. Like you've got like. Like a miserable face, like <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like <laughs> a it, miserable face. Yeah, it's my downward slanting eyes. Whereas I don't like I I don't really play <laughs> that. You know what I mean? Like it's just funny. Like isn't that funny it though is, when you're yeah. an actor? Like you're like oh yeah, you've got that face, and it's like oh, I've got this face, and like that kind of can correspond to yeah. the things you do. How many? Like I wonder what other jobs or do people who aren't actors go? I have this kind of face. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm this kind of stereotype. Do they think about that? Because I feel like a lot of people, like a lot of actors I know, um, they know their face. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Well, like, for example, if I turned up to, like, bury your wife, you'd be like, you don't have the right <laughs> face for an undertaker. They like, And they'd be right, you know? Whereas if you if you showed up, they'd be like, oh, thank you. Young I'd be glad if you buried my wife because I'd be like, well, like, I'm in a good mood now mm-hmm. about it. That's true. You know. and maybe you're glad to see the back of her. Maybe. Maybe you did it. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, probably because of my miserable face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's funny that you said that. Yeah. It's quite insulting in a way. About your face? Yeah. I didn't mean it insulting. No, I didn't take it as insulting, but it is, isn't it? It's a lovely face. <laughs> it just, no, I but I think because like, you're, you're pale. Yeah. And like, as in in Italy, you must look unusual. I think they just think I'm unwell. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of go, oh, poor girl. Yeah, like I cast you in a famine drama. <laughs> I wouldn't cast myself. I've got a lovely full face. Like, you know what I mean? That's well, maybe that's more interesting. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, to see you my decline. You want to see the miserable girl being miserable that's looking. That's true. Oh, I could go on a journey. Yeah, you could You could go from like, I want to see your downfall. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yes. Yeah, so I want to see the light in your eyes drain <laughs> slowly. Yeah. Scene by scene, you see, and then with world crushing you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then with you, we life. you could marry like a, 
a, a king in like a like a like and then you know kind of the the whole like let them eat cake thing you could be the cake eater and we could see you like, like yeah swell oh into <laughs> into a big fat into queen <laughs> <laughs> i like this um and become joyful no i think you <laughs> i don't think you'd like being a big fat queen I'd love to be a big fat queen. Yeah. Would you? Mm. Would I? I don't know. I, I'd be happy. Being, yeah. We, we t- I talk about that a lot on the show about like weight and stuff. Oh, really? Mm, I think it's really interesting. Like what your, like what your relationship to weight is. Because like I. Do you think I have a, a disorder with my food? <laughs> I No idea. <laughs> no, no. But, but like I, 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 I would find that really hard if I was to play a role obviously I'd absolutely do it but they were like oh yeah you're gonna need to like put on a lot of weight like I'd find that really hard because in the past like I have had disorders with my weight and I'd be like oh no I have to do that yeah yeah I'd find it but like of course you do it but like and I'd but it's always you need like a like a medical professional to like monitor monitor you the whole time I was yeah doing something I was or something there was talking about stuff and um they were saying that you'd have to lose like a lot of weight for it and I was like all right, and I just presumed there'd be like a doctor or whatever, but I don't know. Like, uh, I like I've heard as well, like people like gaining a little bit of weight just to make, like, because they'd be say like really athletic looking or like mm. really muscly or whatever, and so they'd want to look more normal, I guess, or sure. something. And um, I, and like I don't know, I don't know, I because I don't exercise and I don't. Well, I should, I want to, but um, and I don't uh, gain weight easily. Mm. So I f- I think I'd find it hard even if I wanted to, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't have. I don't think I'd have much of an issue about mm. it because I never had. I've never had to face an issue about it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I totally know what you mean. Hey guys, Tom here. Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but uh, here at Headstuff we have a ton of other amazing podcasts. So I'm going to throw it over to Aaron, who is going to insert a digital advert with one of the podcasts that you should be listening to. If you like this podcast, you're probably going to like a ton more on the Headstuff Podcast Network. I'm Connor Reed, and this is Words to That Effect, a literary podcast of the curious, the intriguing, and the unexplored. With in-depth research and expert guests, I answer the kind of questions you know you need the answers to. Like, what exactly is transhumanism, and why do some people think it'll make them immortal? Why are there so many crime novels with the word girl in the title? Who was H.B. Lovecraft, and why is the internet a little bit obsessed with them? Listen to Words to That Effect wherever you get your podcasts or at wttepodcast.com. Season 3 is launching very soon. Do you want to give it a spin? Yeah, let's stop talking about this. <laughs> uh, number 2, do you have it? No. No worries. Number 2, the question is, do you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? Uh, um, again, when I thought it was funny, um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was very extroverted. And but I don't know of how much is feigned confidence, you know that kind of way. Um, so I think I'm actually an, an introvert, mm. or like maybe an extroverted introvert. Um, no, uh, I don't know. Like I don't know. It t- depends on your mood, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. How about, what do you think about me or about like you? About, you? about me, you I don't know me. I I do. Mm, okay. Well, you're miserable. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid fucking famine face. <laughs> um, I I uh, I consider myself to be an introvert, but like just right. like yeah. I, yeah, I can swing either way. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm bi-traverted. 
Um, I yeah, I, it's I, a safe I, space. You're allowed to say it. Yeah, we won't. Um, yeah, I I would I, honestly, I'd feel like fifty one percent introvert. I get my energy yeah. from being by myself. Yeah. But once I have that, and I'm kind of like I've done all the things I need to do for me. Like I'm great with people. Yeah. I'm, I'm really social and really lucky that way. Yeah, actually, yeah. I I that is one of my. Like someone asked me that recently. I'm actually going to add it into the question list. Like, what's your favorite thing about yourself? What's oh, your favorite thing about nice. yourself? Are you asking me? Mm-hmm. Um, 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 uh, I don't know. Oh, Jesus, I don't know. Mm. Um, is it your intelligence? So much. <laughs> no, yeah. seriously. But like, is in like <laughs> no, that's a lovely thing for your dad to have said that you're intelligent. Yeah, it is a really nice thing, isn't it? Um, I don't know what's my favorite thing about myself. I guess uh, um, maybe adaptability. But I also kind of would like to quash that a bit. Just being a bit too adaptable. And what do you mean by that? Like, you know, you change on who you meet. Mm. And so I get really kind of stressed. So, like, I don't have, like, one group of friends. I have, like, a friend there and a friend there and a friend there and a Mm. friend there. Um, Four of them. And um, uh, they're not necessarily... Like, they don't really intersect. Mm. And I kind of... A lot of the time. And I kind of... uh, I feel like I'd be stressed if they were to all... Like, I'd hate to have a birthday party. Because I'd be like really I think kind of schizophrenic I so or it'd be like split do you know what I mean yeah and it'd be weird I'd turn into like a re- like a weird version of like all the worst qualities of myself would combine mm-hmm. and explode yeah because I know if I was there I'd kind of like feel a pressure to like be everything to everyone yeah, 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 and try yeah. and be the matchmaker to get like my acting friends to talk yeah. to my football friends and <laughs> yeah. like things that just what's the bridge yeah, yeah yeah and there's no need like it you know but I haven't had a birthday in years since I was like 57 years 20 yeah it's not that long ago but still you know yeah. what I mean um and I think it's because of that I also think I have a fear that people wouldn't show up or like not as many people as I envisage like I actually yeah. do have a vision of myself as being like kind of a popular person yeah and not and like again in school I know like to, being like honest with ourselves in school I would have been like able to go to kind of any social group and be kind of fine like Mm -hmm. I'm kind of adaptable in that way too but I think I have a fear of like organising a party and saying like okay we're all you know meeting up at this pub for drinks here and then like there being 17 people whereas in my head there should be like 58 you know what I mean 58 yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know exactly yeah no I'd hate that I used to have like birthday parties when I was a a child Mm. and um, my mom would organise them and we'd go to like Pirates Cove, you know, like one of these places, and be mental. And I always thought that that's what adult parties would be like, or like in a what's that film uh, that Adam Sandler is in, Big Daddy. Mm-hmm. You know where she like throws a surprise. Do you do you remember Big Daddy? I don't. Oh, have you seen it? I I don't know. It's a very good film, I think. Um, I love Adam Sandler, and uh, so she throws this big surprise party for her boyfriend or something and he kind of ruins it. And I was like, that's exactly what every birthday is. Someone will organise a massive surprise birthday and there'd be like 100 people there mm-hmm. and there'd be canopies. But uh, yeah, in reality, it'd be like four people would probably make it. Because I've got, um, I feel like it'd be impossible to get them all in one place. Do you know what I mean? Like there'd be flights that would have to be taken and it wouldn't happen. Mm. No one would fly in for a party. What's Pirates Cove? Pirates Cove. Um, it is a. It's a like a, like a like a mini like there's like a like a fun golf fun golf mini golf crazy play, golf crazy golf mm. crazy golf in um Court Town, Gory Gory, and um it there's also like this like ball pit for children like it's um one of these places where you don't realize it when you're a child but like everything's sticky. <laughs> and dirty and yeah. you you wouldn't want to touch anything mm. um but it's one of those places and then you get like 
like a little space to like have your cake and stuff. So that's what Pirates Cove is. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> we had a place like that called the Giraffe Centre. <laughs> I like that. And I had I a like I have more. a memory of it of my brother being at the top of the slide. And I, was, I was super afraid of everything as a kid, no. like everything. And I was at the top of this ki- uh, this slide, and my younger brother, my little brother, like three years younger, Richard. Richard Morn, and he, uh, <laughs> he, um, I was at the top of the slide, and I was like, there was like the person who like you know minded the top of the slide, like mm. to like make sure two kids didn't go down at once. And oh, I that's w- nice that there was a person to look yeah, after. Yeah, like because it was a scary slide. Like my memory of it, like is obviously not right, but it no, no literally it was it was like vertical, uh. like which can't be true obviously because that is like that is a cliff or, yeah. or something. <laughs> but but this was a slide. Uh, but Just projecting children off a cliff. That's what yeah. I mean. Like that's my memory of it, into a ball pit, and I remember being like so scared, and I was like him and Han and like I was talking to her being like I don't know if I want to go and then boom, he pushes me down Richard Morin the bastard, bastard. and uh, and I went into the ball pit and like I got there and like kind of enjoyed it but was also just crying because like yeah, you the know shock. it wasn't on my terms <laughs> um, and it was in that moment when I understood consent oh wow um, what a beautiful message no but seriously like I, I yeah yeah, I was so afraid of all that stuff as a kid. What kind of ki- like a kid were you? Were you were you afraid of stuff? Were you pretty outgoing? What what sort of kid? Um, I feel like with the uncles that I had, they're the kind of people who think that like learning about trees is fun for kids. Mm. So like they'd be like, "Oh, look at that! That's a that's a birch tree, Annie," and I'd be like, "Oh, slick, like cool." Um, I would. Um, but um, they like I used to be afraid of like worms and stuff, like weird little uh buggy things, I guess, and like bad textures do you know what I mean mm. and like uh, like tadpoles and um, until like he forced me to hold a worm and then I was like that's not too bad I don't know what I was really afraid of money I'm afraid of touching money even still to this day oh the coins yeah. are coins. cash coins even saying the word haunts me because um, I picked up a coin one day and my uh, uncle was like don't don't touch that that's that's disgusting there's so many germs and that like rats could have pissed on it and I was like oh shit never again like I still am like please don't like metal objects I really hate touching was your uncle Tony McGregor his name is Tony weird who's Tony McGregor is Conor that McGregor's sh- dad do you remember I just saw a video of him yesterday giving out about giving coins out, and he's like I'm working oh <laughs> look at his coinage yeah, yeah that was my yeah, it was a very class. convoluted yeah, joke though that was very, um, yeah uh, I don't wear what is it Tom Ford suits what does he say I don't think Tom Ford's a thing is it Tom Ford is a Tom Ford, yeah. I wouldn't know. He's a designer. All right. What? What's? What's? Anyway, he wears a certain kind of suit, but um, mm. uh, I veered off there. Sorry. Um, no, but no. Coins. He, my my uncle is not Tony McGregor. He's Tony Malady. Have you told your uncle that you still have a fear of coins due to what he said? No. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't. Because I feel like then he'd put them down my back or something. <sighs> Do you know that kind of way? Are you afraid of rats and piss and stuff? <laughs> I'm like really afraid of rats and piss. No, um. No, that's really specific, I feel. I feel like you, no you one mentioned wants rapis. to be near piss. I'm not really afraid of rats or okay. piss. Mm-hmm. Like in the street, I'd step over it rather than be like, oh, shit. Yeah, because like, I feel like girls are less exposed to their piss than boys are. Because like, you know, like... Bo- you just have it in your hand, I guess. Yeah, and like, you know, it's pretty common for like boys to piss in toilet seats and stuff. Like I, I have yeah. a friend who, who, who like can't, can't, can't get his piss in the toilet seat. Like, like in the bowl, I should say. And like, it's, it's always rough. in the toilet seat. It's always yeah. on the floor. Yeah. Like sometimes he, he pisses in his that. housemate's sink. They don't what? know this, and they don't listen to this podcast. I'm okay, almost that's fine. sure. Why are but they he, bastards? No, no, they're, they're girl. And like he lives, he's he's a Why guy. Why does he piss in the sink? Because he he doesn't miss in the sink. 
because oh it's bigger God. it's wider he's like my cats they mm. piss in the sink when I'm cleaning their litter box really yeah yeah I don't love cats alright uh, not your cat specifically I'm sure they're fine yeah they're alright I'll show you pictures after okay my fr- my, do you have it there you can show me now and I can describe it to the listener my, I was at my friend's uh, apartment last night and um, wait I don't want to be the person that like talks about their cats loads and like shows pictures even okay like. let's not do that No, but I'm still going to show you but go on you're at your yeah she was um, and I, she's gone away travelling for like six weeks so I was like I better see her because we keep having this joke that she's going to go and get trafficked which you know <laughs> we hope won't happen but it would be really funny if it did at the same time and, <laughs> no um, it wouldn't no it wouldn't no, ah, you know, no it would it wouldn't just with the context it wouldn't all. actually and like trafficking is a terrible thing but it'd be funny if it happened to my friend because we slagged her about it you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> and it almost definitely won't um, but uh, and yet they have cats and they were just talking about how um, their old housemate used to put the cat litter in the bin. Why do we call like cat shit and piss litter? Why is that a thing? Why isn't I it just... I don't know. I presume it's like a Victorian thing or something. Mm, yeah, it sounds, it sounds a bit like... So these are them, some mm. of them. They look Siamese in that picture because they're kind of yeah. wrapped around each other. Yeah, it's they're cool like... She fell asleep in a shoebox. It's like feline centipede. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> someone just <laughs> someone just got like that's kind of gross yeah it? this is um the shoe box moving up and down because she's fo- she fell asleep okay I'll describe it there's a, a red box it's Vans it's my little brother's shoes nothing happened oh she's just in it she's in it and she's asleep it was the worst video ever it could have just been a photo look you're really far away so nothing happened <laughs> and it, no well like the the lid of the box so the lid is closed no one cares mm-hmm. I'm gonna start talking about it but there's cats in the shoe box that is cute yeah that is cute she fell asleep and there's like little lifts of the lid because she's breathing so faintly so you live in Italy with your family I sure do yeah and when did that happen um October last year they moved they moved it there um and um I then moved to London um because I went well they're leaving Ireland so I guess I will too this seems like a better time than ever to make an impulse decision I'll regret uh, six months down the line and I moved to London and I found it really miserable and then I got I worked for like over the summer in Ireland and then I just moved back in with them uh, in Italy just because uh, I was like I don't know what else to do because mm. I was like I don't want to go back to London and I wanted to not go back to Ireland either. Why did they move to Italy? Um, they always wanted to, and um, was it the landlord raised the rent on our house like four hundred quid extra or something, and like we had to we had to like get out in two months or pay that stupid. It was just dumb, and um, so they were like, "Fuck it, let's just pack up the van and move to Italy," and it just worked out really well. It just was universe conspiring, mm. I guess, because like it was just yeah, it was good. Do you have younger brothers and sisters? Yeah, I have a little brother. He's sixteen. Oh, and sweet. Yeah, but like he homeschools. Yeah. Yeah, so. Gas. And yeah. so what was what was it about London that you found miserable? Um, I think I was just like, um, I feel like if you move somewhere, it has to be either like cosy and familiar or like really exciting and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's none of those things. Mm. It's got none of the boxes. I, went, I visited my friend, like I'd never been to London and I visited my friend there for like a, a week or two. And I was like, oh, this is really, this is sweet. Like, but she's in a really nice area and it's mm-hmm. like really cozy house. And then I was like, yeah, definitely. This will be great. No matter what, it's great. And um, no, I had like housemates that uh, were funny. And um, what were they? What did they do? I have some terrible housemates. They won't ever listen to this because they're English. 
they probably won't hear about this, right? No. Like I yeah, don't grand. I don't think I know your She'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um um yeah, she was just like really kind of much like she one day she crawled into bed with me. I didn't know her, I knew her through a friend, um and I presumed they were closer to each other than they were and um she, she one day she crawled into bed with me. Um, she knocked on my door and she's like, Anne, can I talk to you? And I was like, okay. And then she just crawled into bed and I was like, what the hell? And then she just started crying about, uh, I don't know, that she thinks she's weird. And I was like, I don't really know you. And um, I mean, you're gra- like, uh, you know, like, they're, they're. it was just, it was just weird. Like, I don't know. I was like, ah, I don't like this. Get out of my bed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, crawled into bed. And then she like, there were like, like the dishes was a big thing. Like cleanliness was it like a big thing. Mm. I'm a clean person. I'm a clean person. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else say to say. The like. say the and, um, <laughs> and I was like, I'd I'd have hoovered the sitting room, and the the next day she'd say, she'd like give me a chore to do. Like she'd be like, Do you mind just like cleaning, like like just hoovering the sitting room? And I'm like, I fucking did it yesterday. Get off my dick. Like she was just on your dick all the time mm-hmm. and um and that's it and it was just oh and another thing so remember i said that she was close she i thought she was closer to my friend yep. than she was so my my friend so i have a friend um we were hanging out and she'd always like whenever she found out that we were hanging out she'd text her and be like ah oh, like that's so great that you and Anne were hanging out but when are we gonna hang out and like she'd always be like asking how she was and stuff and it was really like heavy and I was like oof mm. I don't really want to divulge details of someone else's life do you w- know what I mean was that your first time living out of a home like properly no um no was it okay yeah yeah no I don't know like because I'd been kind of half in and half out of my with my parents since I was about like 18 and um but like this is I think the first time where I was like kind of on a contract I guess but like it'd always be like a couple of months out of the house or like six months out of the house or whatever I don't know yeah like in Dublin or wherever housemates are so important they really are if you get good housemates you're kind of fine I'm living by myself right now sweet which is amazing um, in Dublin in Dublin yeah my, my granny died so, oh. so her house is empty so I get to live there till they sell I'm it I'm so sorry yeah. oh no it's fine I well, was about to say sweet yeah like. well no like it's a sad thing but yeah. like it you know as in this is exactly what she would want from the yeah. house until they sell it you know what yeah, I mean yeah. so I'm kind of like just there to keep the lights on and the heat oh, on nice. and stuff so it's great yeah. so you get to live in a house do in you like living on your own I fucking adore <laughs> it yeah but again it's that thing of like the like that introvert part of me I love it like all the things I want to do by myself even if I'm living in a house with people is like I want to cook by myself I yeah. want to clean by myself uh, like I want to be able to do that on my own terms not be like oh you know Kieran's using the sink <laughs> or like you know Gemma yeah. needs to Kieran's shower Kieran's pissing in the sink again <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 exactly Um, so it's it's great I love it it's not like sustainable because I couldn't no way could I afford to do that I'd be yeah. like in a little normal room in, in, <laughs> in Dublin normally which is fine yeah. but like yeah when I can it's something like to strive for yeah. in life is like to try and work away where that can happen I kind of lived on my own for like two months um, and I found it really odd like I walked around the house and kind of like walked into a new room and just kind of stood there for a while because I was like I feel like I have to make use of this room mm. do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, maybe that's weird. No, it's not. I kind of purposely don't do that in this house that I'm in. I kind of like just use the 
the kitchen and yeah. my bedroom um, and I sometimes use Do you use go it. into the sitting room? Do you ever go into the sitting room? I have a, I have a, I, <laughs> this is embarrassing. This is an insight in my life. I have a pull-up bar and some weights in there. That's what I use oh, for it. It's a home gym. It, it's like, a non-sitting room. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, it's, um, yeah, so I do that sometimes and that's, um, that's fine. But yeah, no, I don't really, like I'm not there that much anyway. I'm kind yeah. of like, you know, about the place. Being a man about I'm town. A, I'm, I'm about the place. I just imagined you with like flares. For some reason, like flared jeans. I got in trouble about my jeans the other day because I was Wait. doing a shoot. and I didn't get in trouble, but I was doing a shoot on something and it was like low budget enough. And they were like, look, our costume budget is shit. Like, can you just bring clothes? And I was like, yeah, sure. So I brought some jeans. And I hate doing that. I hate wearing my own clothes when I'm doing something. But like, yeah. it was like fine. Because they're always like, then they get blood on it or something, like fake blood or... No, that's only your parts. All right, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, and tears. Yeah, fake I, blood and tears. No one yeah. cast me in anything with blood. That's not true. No, yeah. I played bloody parts, but like, not lots. I get sunshine all over my jeans. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, this was this was different. This was fine. But anyway, um, but I have not. I re- I like this is an embarrassing thing about me, and it's not entirely true. But I had no jeans in my house without holes in them. I love wearing jeans with holes in them. Purposeful holes are like a snag. No, like yeah, like River Island ripped jeans. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So cold um, knees. Yeah, and they were like, and he was like, cool, okay, great, and great, and he's like, anything without holes, and I was like. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like, this is what happens when you don't have a costume budget. Because yeah, like, yeah, I like, like you heard me. picky. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, and he wasn't. He was very reasonable yeah. about it. But I was like, and I just felt like an idiot because, and like, there's nothing Irish people hate more than jeans with holes in them. Yeah, because it's notions. It's not holes they see, it's notions. I guess. I like it though. And I, I yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not criticizing. I like my all. legs as well. I realized that. I came to terms with that recently. I like my legs. So is that your favorite thing about yourself? No. I was. I did think about that question from from my point of view. I re. I actually really like my social skills. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I really like. I feel like if I meet someone like quickly enough, I'll get on terms and be able to make them feel okay in a conversation. Yeah. And I like that about myself. Yeah, that is nice. Mm-hmm. You're a perfect podcaster, isn't it? Ah, thank kind you. Kind of like, yeah. I um I've gotten a lot better. It's really interesting. If you listen to like the first few episodes of this, it's not bad. Like the format of it I think is really good, but me as a host isn't great. Like I really struggle with speaking complete sentences and my thoughts. What I really try to do is to at all times to my detriment make the guest feel too okay. So like rather than like just ask the fucking question, yeah. I'd be like, and the only reason I'm asking this is because when you said that, I thought yeah. of this and blah, blah, blah. and then it's like, no, it's okay. Yeah, you, you don't can have just to explain ask. it. Yeah. Like she knows you're not like trying to, to get them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, that was coming from a nice place. But yeah, now, just like we've done a lot of that's your social skills acting up. It is, yeah. Up again. It's like trying to find like the right balance of like because that's a real healthy anxiety that I have, yeah. and then like trying like to turn it off when it doesn't need to be there. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah, no, I know what you mean like overcompensation. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I had to read the word in my head when I was saying it. Yeah, it's a good word. Yeah, it kind of comes up a lot. Like it's I do that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like, is that an Irish thing, or is that like a just a thing no I think it probably is an Irish thing I think it could be a performer thing I think yeah. it could be a like wanting to be liked thing yeah. which is probably a performer thing it's getting darker and darker which is probably it? an Irish thing yeah. I think it's a like a difficult childhood thing uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I think it probably is one of them as well <laughs> it is for me definitely yeah because yeah if you would, I think if you have like come from if you have a difficult childhood then you want people to you try to fix everyone else's problems yeah a bit. yeah like I knew if in my house if my like if I was like speaking in the right way to like everyone in my house and I was like doing the right smile and stuff I was less yeah. likely to like cause get beaten yeah, yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah Um, which is yeah I think it's all that yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah. yeah trying to yeah 
what do you make of the whole thing? Obviously, like you know, we were like we were joking earlier, but like mm. you do tend to play like kind of like pretty dramatic roles and like full on stuff. Yeah. Um, what do you make of that notion of you know like the troubled actor? Like it's you know people who can like suffer for your art kind of thing. All that sort of stuff. I hate it. Yeah. I, like it's such bullshit. I think like I for for. At the start, I always felt like I'm still at the start. What I'm saying, but like, no, no, you're I think end. this is the end for you. I, I am. Um, <laughs> I didn't even hear. Yeah, that. I know. I was like, she's not listening to me. <laughs> no, Can sorry. You imagine I just went on and I didn't hear that at all, and it's like everyone listening was like, oh, that was. It. She didn't no. appreciate that yeah, joke. Yeah, 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 what a bitch. Sorry, I shouldn't um, have interrupted you. Yeah, no, yeah, you shouldn't have. But it was um, bad podcasting. Yeah, yeah, that was your bad social skills. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything, I feel uncomfortable. No, um, um, <laughs> what was the question? What'd you say? What do you think of Liam Neeson? <laughs> um, no, I, I, I asked about like suffering for your art. And, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hate it. And I feel like it's kind of a, maybe it's like a, I don't know. Like I know so many, like I know this, like a couple of people who are like really interested in suffering for their art because maybe they think it, I don't know, gives them, makes them more interest. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. But I always found that like when you're, not to go on about acting or anything but like I feel like I do my worst stuff when I'm like having a negative feeling or if I am suffering or whatever do you know what I mean I'm shit at acting then because I feel like your concentration is just split so it's like better if you're like relaxed and actually in a good place because you know I don't like the idea of like your own stuff coming into your work do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like I don't like like think of your own troubled childhood or whatever Mm -hmm. I, I guess and then it's like yeah, you don't really need to suffer at all because it's like kind of a suffery enough kind of business. Totally. Alone without like you being like, ah, oh, like I'm going to cut off my ear, like, or whatever, Van Gogh feeling. Do you think the fact that you do it and that you do have like a drive to like tell stories and sometimes tell stories with varying degrees of darkness to them, though, do you think that that comes from some fundamental wound within yourself or something or is that just something that you're actually just interested in and it's that simple um i don't know i'm i think um is that like an asmr thing i was like really like it was really striking i, <laughs> I that was it's a, like a thought process i can't it's do that i can't fumble. i can't roll my oars or anything like that i can't i can't i can do it and but i look like my jaw like practically dislocates when look? i did anything what I can't know. Um, <laughs> like this is me trying to do it now. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> my, I have to go like <laughs> like yeah. a, anyway. Um, uh, do I think? Uh, sorry, what was it? Yeah, like just <laughs> that thing about because I, for example, I'll, I'll frame it through myself because I'm selfish. Um, yeah, of course. <laughs> that like I used to think like I was like yeah that is complete bullshit. Like like mm. I like uh, no. And, but now with a little bit of like perspective, I am I'm actually. Oh, where did it come from? Yeah, okay. like I'm actually like well no, I actually think it might be to do with that and like that. I don't feel like any like I go like my priority in life is to be happy you know and to live happily but I also think so why are you an actor (laughs) (laughs) but no I I, it's a great question and I think if I was just an actor I don't think I could be fundamentally happy right now unless there was constant acting work coming all the time because I I, and it's not because it's just because I love acting Mm. I love what we get to do I love it yeah I love it so much I get so much meaning from it but I also love writing and I can do that on my own terms thank god you like something else as well though I Mm. like I, I think the happiest moment in my life was like when I found something I, something I liked besides acting. I was like, thank BG. I, I like painted for like two days, um, and I really liked it. Um, but th- uh, what's call it? Yeah, no, I don't think that. Um, I do think yeah, there's definitely childhood stuff in there, and 
I had a really big problem with my voice growing up. Um, like I have a, a slight stammer, and I had it. I didn't even realize that I really had one. I just thought that's how everyone talked. Um, for some reason, but um, yeah, I've got like a big stammering. I think genetic thing on one side of my family and like, um, uh, what call it? Yeah. And so anyway, I I I had a really big problem with my voice and I moved schools like. I moved like from a school where I was really comfortable, like primary school, to like one that I literally st- tried to stop talking for about two years because, like, I just felt it was like I would aver- observe and like uh, anyone who did something slightly out of the norm kind of got really heavily ridiculed, or um, and I found that, uh, and I was like, re- I felt like constantly humiliated growing up. So I th- I just tried to stop talking so that, like you know you just no one would like notice you were there kind of thing mm-hmm. and um i was the only one with like a dublin accent to the point where people were and i think i talked in such a way where people asked me if i was english i don't know why but um whatchamacallit yeah no i had a big problem with my voice and then um i feel like that is something like because i feel like in acting you're allowed to express yourself and i don't express myself in real life um at all i find it very uncomfortable to show my feelings um lol um because i feel like there are points in your life like if you've ever had like a really traumatic experience when you're like like when i was about 14 i had a really shitty time like for about maybe a month or something and i felt like i don't really see the point in crying <laughs> this sounds really dramatic and it <laughs> really gross but like um i i i was like kind of like well there's no real real point in crying about much after this do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like do you like, know what I'm, like i just kind of went like well like what do you know what i mean i just felt like you used a body crying then right so you like you hit your lowest point then and you're like unless i surpass this like i'm like things aren't worthy of tears yeah nearly yeah like not an act of choice but i was just like no nah, like nothing is really that bad nearly sometimes anyway um and i feel like that does link up to acting and why but like I just like I don't know well 14 is like a, a rough age yeah. anyway so like for something to happen then is like gonna be hugely terrible formative, right? yeah but then actually when I think about it when I was about 16 I was like I cried like for the best part of a year mm-hmm. so I kind of yeah I don't know I don't I don't express feelings I find it very uncomfortable to do this do that it's i don't know if i'm like a control freak or something but Mm -hmm. i don't like to do it and like to cry for a year like is like is that like is was that did you feel like that was like a circumstantial thing like there was like a you know to cry for a year a a A memoir (laughs) um but did you feel like that was like you know a circumstantial thing like a thing happened and as a result i am sad for a year or was like a neurological thing or like i'm just fundamentally depressed Something happened. I broke up. This is so uh, kind of like shallow, but I broke up with. I was seeing this guy when I was about fourteen till I was sixteen, and it was like first love, really, really intense. And um, broke. I broke. We broke up, and then he saw someone else like a week after, and I was like, "Fuck my life." Um, no. And then I just, I kind of, because I dropped out of school for about a year when I was about. 15 I think and um then I kind of got reintroduced back into the world like into like school and like other people and um I kind of felt like I didn't know how to behave with people anymore and then school was just really 
really I found horrific so um I, every like every morning it was like an ongoing joke with my friends like every morning I'd be late um but it's because like I would have cried <laughs> so much the night before that like I didn't get any sleep and so I couldn't wake up really which is funny isn't it I've actually never really talked about this and what <laughs> was it about school that was so hard was it the speech thing and people were ridiculing you for no, that no that was actually primary school that I found um mm. More so for that, but uh, I don't know. I just felt like um, I don't know. I just felt really like isolated and uncomfortable. I don't know, and I maybe it's like a social anxiety thing. I actually don't know. I don't. I I I'm not a diagnosy kind of person, but mm-hmm. like uh, I just found um, sc- like school. Like you're always like talk. Like people are always like talking about your potential and stuff like that. And if you're not doing that, and I don't know, it just kind of. A huge disappointment, I would have said, like, being 16 was. And then, actually, found acting, and then all was cured when I was 17. What was it like having a serious boyfriend at 14? That was great. Because, like, you can be... I think, like, I think that's, like, optimum age to have, like, se- like your first serious boyfriend. Because, like, you've got all the, like, really, really high points. And you can be as, like, dramatic as you want about stupid stuff. Like, and, um, you know, like, where you feel kind of jealous just for fun nearly just to torment yourself a slightly bit but it's kind of like exciting mm. and I feel like to do that now would be just like I would hate to have like I don't know that level of intensity now mm. or whatever but um you, yeah no you get all the fun of it and all the uh immatureness of it are you still in touch with him now no he's American he he, li- he was uh, it was long distance Whoa. Yeah. yeah how did you meet um my mom <laughs> my mom um uh, it was arranged, arranged. <laughs> 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 yeah no um, she brought him over she just shipped him over um, no um, his parents got their wedding vows reno- renewed and I went with my mum to the ceremony and like I don't know and then I just met him and yeah and wrote letters it was like, cute so now oh. yeah sweet isn't it and being I wish I kept them actually mm. so like when I'm old I'd be like oh, someone loved me <laughs> Do you even like now as you know being like are you twenty two? Yeah. Yeah. I I googled you. I said you're twenty two, <laughs> but I wanted to check. I googled myself too today. Did no, you? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. That'd be weird. Uh, a little bit weird, but yeah. Yeah. Well, expected we've at this point. We've all done <laughs> it. Um, but being like twenty two now, and um, I don't know, but like having you know a lot more experience, and like you know fourteen to sixteen. Do you look back on that love? You use the word love to describe it, and like be like, oh yeah, that was fucking as real as anything I've ever felt. Uh yeah. I mean. Like, even if I wouldn't, if I experienced that now, I wouldn't have called it love. I would have called it like, like intense um, obsession and maybe horniness. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And um, I would have, but because like after two years, that kind of died out. Like the intensity I felt for him. So I was like, that's not really love. That's just like adrenaline or something. And so, um, yeah, but I still think it's, like, love, I guess. Like, you can't uh, disqualify it, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, like... Yeah, t- I, I, would, I would say it's real as anything I've ever felt, because I felt it, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that this... I always think that, like, if someone, for example, like, kind of, like, sees things or, like, hears voices or whatever, I go, like, that's... It, they're experiencing it, so I guess it's real. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just not re- my reality. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's funny. Strict. It's funny because I I used to always think that. I think that was like my teenage like thought. Where I was like, oh fuck, you like you 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 did it, man. You like <laughs> you thought the big thought, but I used to always be like <laughs> you thought what like. Yeah, like just that I like had like the big realization about love and life. Ah, and did you get um your first love then as well? A little you? bit, a little yeah. bit older, I would say. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe like sixteen to eighteen. Oh yeah, that's that's good age. I like that. Yeah, yeah. That, that was good. It was like the nice age because it was like all like it was like that was when I yeah it was sixteen. Yeah, like a lot of like sexual stuff is happening then. So like you know, yeah. like um, it's I, fun. Yeah, it was night. It was like night. I enjoyed losing my virginity to someone that I was in a relationship with. For example, yeah, like it yeah. wasn't like in a fucking boat in a shed. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. Um, like, like yeah, that was that was because nice. you're so comfortable as well. Not so nice. comfortable. Yeah, yeah well, rather I, than get it out of the way. Yeah, I had I had a really good experience like the first time having sex, Aww. which is rare. I feel I like. did as well. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Which is like fine. Like, because I feel like. A lot of like it's unpleasant for a lot of people. Like mm-hmm. they kind of went, kind of wish I didn't do that, or I kind of wish I waited. I was like, no, nah, that was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, like <laughs> best sex I ever had. Um, no, yeah, <laughs> spoken like a true virgin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but yeah, 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 me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I lost Virginia on Christmas Eve, Aww. so I always remember. Was every- it planned? Yeah, it was. Yeah, Aww. yeah, yeah. It's quite nice. Cheapest Christmas present I ever gave. <laughs> um, no, but it was um, yeah. So every t- every like every Christmas Eve, and it was funny because the way <laughs> you reminisce, I do because yeah. like because it, it was really sad. Like it ended really badly that relationship because it was oh. a long relationship. Like for that oh, age, how long? What three years? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it was it was great, but then it ended like long. And it honestly, honestly, I like had like three years of my life where I like. As in not actively. I, I have like lots of female friends, but like this is really shocking. Like this is really shocking when this happened to me. But I remember I I in a, around that time, maybe like a couple of years after even, I started going to therapy, which is something I love, right? Yeah. And um one of the one of the questions, like a good bit into like the work we were doing, because. I kind of came with one thing and I was like, um, oh, I yeah, like I, I came with like presenting with like an eating disorder. Like I have an eating disorder. I don't eat and like I uh, weird stuff on my body and stuff I need to talk about it. and like, cool. And then, you know, straight away she's like, okay, you don't have an eating disorder. Like, you, you don't, you've got like body image issues and that's fine. Well, like, yeah. But that's not what this is about. We, we'll fix it or something. One of the things like as, as <laughs> the you went on. The rest of you needs fixing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the things she was like, she like, when I say like, you know, women, what do you like? She's like, when I, when I ask you like what you feel about women, like what's the first word that comes to your head? And the first word is like hate. Which is like the most shocking thing to ever realize about yeah. yourself, because like actively day to day, my behavior is absolutely not laced with any hatred. Yeah. However, when I was like posed with this question, I was like, that was like the, the honest thing. You know what I mean? Did like, you him and her about it, or did you just go hate? Like she asked the question, and like I didn't say it out loud, but like my brain was like hate, and I was like, why is that? Is that a resentment? Oh no! Yeah. I, well, you don't need to actually. No, I don't mind. But I was like, no, no, it, no. I wouldn't bring it up if I didn't want yeah, to. Yeah. But like, I, I'm only saying it because, like, you know, I just think we as people can have fucking terrible thoughts that don't even actually. Is this how you're going to bring up Liam Neeson? Uh, you could, <laughs> no, you could no, do. No, I, I no, did. No, like, I mean, that whole thing Sorry, is. Sorry, I shouldn't have interrupted. No, no, it's okay. But it, it was, it was really interesting because just like that thing of being like. And once you were able to like identify that there was a part of that that was true, like just a little part of you that was like, yeah, like you know, because it ended in like you know by like being cheated on, and at that age oh, it was kind no. of like the first time you trusted someone, and like and just felt very betrayed, I guess, and mm-hmm. and there was an absolute hatred towards that person, you know, 
in that moment. But it was like, your feelings. It was my feelings, but being a little bit immature, being like 19, 20, you didn't really realise, well, sometimes people cheat and like yeah. sometimes that's ha- what like happens in life and it's really hurtful, but like it, it's okay. It's, yeah, you it know, happens, it's, it's nothing personal really. Yeah, it feels it, it feels like the most personal thing in the world. Yeah, it's, it's more so about the other person, isn't it? Like my, mm-hmm. my friend got me on to um, this one, Esther Perel. Oh. Yeah, she, she, well, she, she's like a, she like a sex therapist or like a um, relationship therapist person. But um, she she has this TED talk on infidelity, and I think it's really interesting. Um, and uh, just like she kind of says, it's it's braver to stay with the person in some cases because if you say, oh, like they cheated on me, uh, but I still love them, whatever. It's like they're all like leave him, he's trash, or leave her, or whatever, you know. But then it's like if you actually want to stay with the person, it's not. And she and she says something about like, well, maybe I should just like. We should just link the TED talk rather than no, me no, go on. badly say her words. Yeah. But um, she was saying that uh, uh, if the kind of questions you ask about the affair or whatever, I think is uh, um, important. So she's like, instead of being like, "How was she?" or "How was he?" or whatever, um, "Was he better?" like or whatever, make it more about like, and how did you feel afterwards? And how did you feel? Not like <laughs> postcoital, but mm-hmm. like, how did you feel? keeping that for me or like and doing it or well, you know what I mean like kind of more about the your feelings of it and make it personal rather than physical I think mm-hmm. um but yeah no sorry I don't know sometimes I'm not very coherent no that's a really Is this, am I being coherent enough um what does I, I don't even know exactly what coherent like, means. like I guess like people understanding you yeah, yeah, no, I, like I mean, yeah, I just feel like you were listening and then you passed yeah. back to you and then you brought it up. That's good. You mean I interrupted you? No, not at all. No, no, <laughs> no, that's no, good. no, no, sorry, go I meant to be chatting to you. So like, <laughs> no, I don't like the notion of like but interview because like, um, that makes it sound like yeah, we yeah. can't talk. Like I just yeah. have to ask you questions, which would be less good. But like, what were you saying about... Um, Oh, but yeah, I guess I was just saying that like that was a fascinating thing to like realize that like there was a part of you like that's that's a disgusting thing to like you know yeah. like hate a whole gender like which obviously isn't true no. like and doesn't feel true to me at all and it, especially but that was like maybe like at twenty I'm like just gone twenty five recently mm. so it's like you you've got that thing of just having to reconcile yourself with the mm. fact that like oh yeah but a part of you you know felt that that and you brought up Liam Neeson like that is an interesting thing about that whole thing like obviously. What he said, it's fucking disgusting. It's absolutely yeah. terrible. But I also think he's aware. I, I, you know, and I think like people have these terrible thoughts and like, you know, his is different maybe because he went out onto the street with like a weapon looking for like, you know, people based on their race. Yeah. Like that, that is another level. So like, it's not a great yeah. parallel. Like, it's so fucked up. But at the same time... It's not comparable to your thing. But no, not yeah, at all. But at the same time, are we saying, are we like encouraging a society where even though he felt that, right? And you mentioned that earlier, like it's true because you, you felt it about, you know, or like people hearing voices is true because they it's a reality, hear it. Yeah, yeah. Like in that moment, like he was filled with this terrible, terrible, toxic, toxic feeling and he when to act on it but is it better as a society we say like that's fine that's fine but like don't talk about it and then it's okay yeah. or do we say like okay express the terrible feeling like show remorse for the terrible feeling and now show the growth to be like I was a fucking idiot then and I'm not like that now mm. and anyone who is like that now maybe challenge yourself because that is not the right way to be and being on the other side of the fence I can see that mm. does that make sense or am I I know it does it does but I think I mean I would steer clear of the topic about him but I like I guess like your your uh, version of it like uh, in the terms that like you felt you said hate when you thought of women at that age and I kind of go like 
I wonder, I feel like my dad or someone, I, or not my dad, but like, I feel like sometimes I talk to people and they have like a, that kind of, they have like some keyword like that, like in relation to, like it underlines everything that their thought process about, I don't know, women or mm. men or whatever. And I kind of go, well, like definitely something personal that you haven't worked through is influencing your whole thought press process about like, I don't know, like my dad's re- still pissed off about feminism because uh, when he was uh, <laughs> when he was like um, 16 or something, title. he's like, yeah, my dad's so pissed off about it. No, um, he's like in his 60s now, but um, mm. he was like 16 or so. I don't know. He was like kind of 20, 16 to 20, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, And he tried to do this like woman's march. He tried to join in on it. And they were like, uh, kind of like, fuck off, you're a man. What are you doing here? Um. And he still brings that up any time I mention feminism. He goes, well, do you know, like, I am a feminist. Um, but, you know, I don't know if it's the right thing because, like, you know, and and, he, and I'm like, yeah, but that's what feminism, whoops, sorry. Um, that's what feminism is because it includes men or whatever. I don't know. I tried. And he agrees with me every time. But he still always brings up this one event because mm. he feels so sore about it still. That must have been so shameful, though, to show up and, like, try and do yeah. the right, in your brain, like, do the right thing and support something that you believe in yeah. and then being told, like, oh, you don't belong here. Yeah, yeah. Which, obviously, like, any... You still feel sad about it. Like, yeah, yeah. And, like, and any good feminist, obviously, would, would like, not do that. Yeah, like, yeah, You know yeah, what exactly. I mean? And, like, it, it's... But I think it was, like, kind of really, like, bra-burning kind of right. type of intense Extreme thing. stuff. Men are trash, like, mm-hmm, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um Anyway, we give it a spin. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, it. Sweet. I feel like we're bearing into dangerous kind of. Oh, <laughs> you know, I don't feel like we said anything that like doesn't come like from like cruise. a good place. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but no, like, no. you know, I I think and then like podcasts are good because you can hear the voice. You can hear like we, you know, it's the not like it's not like I'm gonna yeah. edit this out and then like just take a little sound grab like where of like you saying a shocking <laughs> thing. Yeah. Um, not that you've said anything shocking, but like it is interesting. Podcasts are really good for that because you can just hear the context of mm. stuff. Like even that—that's what's hard about like some of the the headline stuff, which like Liam Neeson things was like boiled down into WhatsApp group stuff, and like you just see a headline and you like like when you see what he said, you're like that is fucking horrific because it is horrific. Yeah. But then you see it in like the context. Did you hear the voice clip of him saying it? Yeah. Right. No, I didn't. Okay. I didn't. Wa- I didn't. I. D- I d- I'm just like ignoring the yeah. whole thing. And yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tricky, but like it must be also really tricky as a person of color to read something like that about yourself, like about like you and like that you could have been, you know, a black person walking by Liam Neeson on the I street. Find it, yeah, so sad. It's man. so sad. Like, I, like if like, oh, I just, no, I just can't even imagine it. Yeah, I feel I feel really not. Yeah, it's all terrible stuff. Good about it's it. It's all yeah. terrible stuff. It's all terrible. Don't watch the news. Tell us about someone you greatly admire, uh, except Liam Neeson. Uh, <laughs> um, 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 who do I greatly admire? Like, fucking Jesus! I don't not Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like well, he, um, he's admirable. <laughs> um, he's alright. Um, no, I um, I don't know. I don't know. Like current or I need. I kind of need to be like put in a. Bo- I need to be given like put in a box or something. You need to give me like limit my choices. Okay. Um, yeah. who's someone that you've worked with that you really admire? Oh, Matthew Reese. Oh, yeah. He he's like I I I want to be him. I want to be adopted by him. I like just want him in my life. Why do you want to be him? What is it about him? He like it's, it's going to be lame actory talk, but um he uh, I just thought he was so brilliant at his job. Like I was just like holy shit, like you're the real deal. And like he's so kind of like like some some people just don't know who he is, but I think he's like I think he'll be nominated for an Oscar like in the next 
like five years or something like that. I think he's just like a uh, really special because like he turned like he's really like easygoing and he's so lovely and he's so like polite and I don't know like on set and I, I really like that and then he's like uh uh and then like during rehearsal he'll go full whammy and I, I was like ho 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 um because like usually like when you're doing rehearsal and you know when people like are talking or laughing when you're you know they don't be quiet sometimes but like everyone shut the fuck up and I was like oh power and then he because he he'd like use the full scale of his voice or whatever, and I just thought it was so cool. And um, I also thought like, and he he would uh, he would tell me um, he just told me like some s- stories about like uh, uh like Anthony Hopkins giving him advice, and I was like that's so cool. Like it was like just show up on time, learn your lines, and be bold, and a greater God will aid you. Um, was what he said. But it was, I just like I just got like, oh, you're just great. And he said you don't need to like go to any like parties or anything or be like relevant air quotes um you know this kind of thing like you don't have to show your face at any of those like events just do the work and I was like oh I love you um because it's such a relief I think to hear that and then and uh, not that I'm invited to anything like that but um <laughs> whatchamacallit and then he um he'll always do the same on his take when you're doing yours mm. and I really appreciate that that's huge yeah it really is he doesn't like and he's real like conscious of like sound and like camera and like you and your light and like stuff like that i just love him mm. he's like perfect he's perfect wow yeah that's amazing yeah let's give it a spin yeah all right here we go next out the gate we have number i want to get your number and thanks uh, what was that number um 31 oh no and this one is 20 fuck no okay uh the question is uh, oh, this is kind of uh, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> what would an appropriate title for your autobiography be? Didn't we come up with that? We came up with a few. What was it? I can't remember. Okay. Um, I want to be Matthew Reese. <laughs> Please. Um, <laughs> the girl with the miserable face who cries a lot. That's good. I'd lose the They'd cries a lot. We don't need that. Then I wouldn't even need to put my name in it. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, her. Yeah, 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 that girl. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I Jesus, I don't know. What would the title of my autobiography be? Uh, um, I don't know. Probably that. Miserable face. Yeah. Misery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Misery. <laughs> Misery, but not with Kathy Bates. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Unfortunately. Do you, um, do you, what's your relationship with Ireland? Now, living in Italy and being back here now and also like having like, you know, the possibility of living in London. I really wanted to escape Ireland for a really long time. Um and I use the word escape. And um but now I like walk and walk in to my bus today, I was like, I actually like to come back and live here. I miss toast, I miss houses having insulation, I miss um act the accent. I really miss the accent. Mm. And I miss like when you open a door for someone and you go sorry and then they walk through and they go sorry and then you go sorry and then you're just like <laughs> sorry <laughs> and I, I like that um, and um, I like I used to hate the idea of like walking down the street and you might bump into someone you know but now I kind of miss it mm. um, yeah I don't know I I, I don't uh, f- but this is the thing I used to not feel like I belonged here but then I kind of went to London I went down belong here and then I went to Italy and I went meh they kind of accept you, or, or, but uh, you don't really belong there because one can't speak the language, and it's like a very different cultural thing. And I kind of go like, well, if I can't live in London and I can't live in Italy and I can't live like where is there to go? There's nowhere, no other countries really. 
that I can live. Yeah, do you just feel like you're someone who doesn't ever feel like you belong? Because you mentioned that about... (laughs) No, but you did mention that about school as well and I kind of meant to ask at the time. um, I guess so. When when do you feel like you do belong? Or Mm. or do you ever experience that? (laughs) Do I ever feel safe? Um, is that what it is though is it a lack of safety that makes you feel like you don't belong maybe insecurity insecurity but in like that's natural isn't it everyone's insecure yeah uh, yeah some people aren't and it's amazing some, I like that yeah that some, yeah like do you ever see some or, well the most of when I see someone who's not insecure I'm always like you could do a little dose of insecurity <laughs> yeah, my yeah, friend yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah 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 no um <laughs> I'm missing. about to lay it on you no um I uh yeah I don't know uh, I, yeah no I don't um, really feel belonging of anywhere in particular like I don't really because I think that's like my it's a good thing that my parents never gave me like a sense of comfort or something or security growing up um because they would always move like I'd say about every five years on average we would move somewhere and um I find that uh and I wouldn't really have a comfort zone and um so I guess yeah that just is you don't really feel comfortable ever but then uh, you know you don't miss it either do you paint and draw much now? No. I wish I did. I tr- <laughs> I this is what I tend to do is like I take out like my like a sketchbook and then like a pencil and then I'll have my rubber there and then I'll just like find something to draw and then I'll do like a line I go this is fucking boring. I really don't want to start doing this like but I love like when you're halfway through. Mm. But I can't, like, I find it really hard to start. Mm-hmm. Um, and also there's, like, the whole preparation of, like, because I like oil painting and it's a whole bloody process. And then I always get it on everything somehow. Like, it'll be on my elbow and I won't see. And then it'll be on the cat and it'll be, like, on all the expensive things and I'll ruin everything. Mm-hmm. So um, I just don't. But you said it was the only thing you've ever found that made you as happy as acting. Yeah. I love being miserable like <laughs> no um uh yeah no I I don't I don't really need to do anything is what I found I don't need to do anything I just like pet the cats like this is my like every day like I pet the cats and I um I just kind of do everything really slow so the day is like really I think that's just what happens when you live in Italy you don't feel like you need to do anything yeah and I just read and you're just like oh. that's it do you have friends over there yeah I've got I've got like one friend I see regularly, um, Lucia. But she's like a family friend as well. Like it's really weird because she met my parents first before me and she's like she's like twenty eight, nine, something like that. But she's like so I kind of feel like she should be my friend. Mm. But she's friends with my parents. And then she's also friends so she's like her own relationship with each member of my family. Mm-hmm. Um, which is weird and they all have like we all have our own private jokes with her. Mm. That like not all together. But we all like hang out with her. It's really odd. Like but then I and I was like I don't understand this relationship or dynam- dynamic. I've never had this dynamic with someone, uh, dynamic. And um, then I realized that oh, it's it's kind of like a sister thing. It's a sister thing. Mm. It's weird. Would you like to have a sister? No, nah. I always thought I did, but I think it's kind of like a curiosity thing. Like, what would she be like? How would I behave with her? But I think like that's why I play Sims. So I don't need a sister. You play Sims. I used to. Mm. I don't anymore. What's your relationship like <laughs> with your brother? Good, like we're really good friends. Um, uh, I think he's he's really interesting, and I think, like for most of his his, his growing up, I only realized he existed really until he was like, maybe when he was about like twelve. Mm-hmm. I started to go, oh, you're you're a regular in this house, and um, <laughs> I was like, all right, and uh, then I, like I find myself like, 
two years ago I was like in conversation with him and I went you're really interesting you know lots of things he's like a little wikipedia or something he'll go oh yes um like he'll talk about something obscure and then he'll be like oh yeah um Octavian uh during that time and then he'd like reel off loads of facts and you'd be like what the hell like how do you know so so much so much how do you remember yeah he's he's cool were you ever homeschooled I said I was, but I never, I was, like, it's more like just not go to school, mm. um, which makes my parents sound bad, but, yeah. Um, I, I always knew I wasn't going to go to college, so I was kind of like, yeah, I took a year out of school when I was 15, mm-hmm. and then I stopped going when I was 17, mm. so, I don't know. It, you did do the leaving, sir? Mm-mm. Cool. Your parents are cool. They're okay. Yeah, I like, I like them. them. I have an image of them in my head, and I just want that to be real. What are they like? There, okay, well you mentioned that your dad was in the 60s. Yeah. So he's got a beard. No. Yeah, he does. And uh, <laughs> and um, and he's a little bit chubby. He's not. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and he, he, uh, he's he got like a lovely smile, a beautiful smile. Yeah, he does, yeah. And a uh, nice big welcoming blue eyes with wrinkles out of the side oh. of them. Um, and he's kind of balding at the front, but he's got white hair at the back. And mm. when he's in Italy, sometimes he wears hats that make him look like a cowboy, <laughs> but the Spanish kind of cowboy hats. <laughs> What's a sombrero? Is that a sombrero? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, but not like an obnoxious sombrero, like, like a, a respectful, subtle one. one. Yeah, a subtle sombrero. Yes. That's the name of my memoir. That's good. Yeah, subtle sombrero and misery. I like it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So you're kind of in that weird place with Ireland where you're like you don't know what it, what it holds for you or what uh, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. I kind of um, sometimes I kind of feel like rejected by a place, and I also think mm. that like, um, I go by mood too much so I I, I kind of mistake f- like a place for a mood if that makes sense yeah like I kind of go like uh like I, I had a really really nice time in, in Belfast because I was working there was a heat wave it was f- like really magic and so I was like maybe I'll just move to Belfast why yeah I, I don't Belfast. know I, yeah no I was like and then it rained one day and I was like this is shit um and um yeah no I really was like seriously looking to move to Belfast and then like I had a nice time in London I was like I'll just move here grant and then I was like had a nice like while in Italy and I was like grant I'll just stay here but now that mood has passed and I need to flee again and I'm like having a nice time in Dublin so I was like I'll just move here it's happening again and I can't stop it mm-hmm I mean, but your life's in a place where it's kind of okay to do that. Yeah, so exactly. I don't it. need, I don't have a mortgage, kids. Um, do you like, have you always lived in Dublin? No, I lived in Chicago for a year. No way. Yeah, um, in the middle of college, I got to go for a semester abroad oh, yeah. to Chicago. And Did you work in an ice cream shop? I didn't. I oh. worked in, I worked on stage and then I worked in a different theatre, like oh, right. on the phones. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was good. Yeah. It was amazing. I love Chicago. Um, and yeah, like now, uh, I'm kind of in a funny place with London. I got an agent in London this week, yeah. which I'm happy See. about. Okay. Uh, so I'm kind of like, oh, like if I start getting auditions and stuff there, like I wouldn't be averse adverse to moving to London. Mm. Um, but I also love Dublin. Mm. I, I do, but I kind of just want to like getting an agent in London was important to me. It felt like yeah. um, it was just representing putting like a foot in that pond and yeah, that totally. summer where yeah. I want to like. I would consider being, you know, like long term. I'd, I, ideally, like I'm sure all of us, I'd love to, you know, work between Dublin, LA, <laughs> yeah, London, yeah, and New York. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. everybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, um, but I, I do love Dublin. I just fundamentally do. I like Irish people. Mm. Um, I like that Dublin's small. 
Um, but I also don't feel like for a while, like I like between like relationships and like some family stuff, like I felt like I needed to be in Dublin. And for the first time now, like I don't like there's nothing tying me here, you know yeah. what I mean? Which is nice. So I'm kind of here by choice and also ready to leave if that feels like the right choice. Yeah, but I feel like everything's done by self tape, so you don't actually have to be anywhere. No, you don't really. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of nice. Yeah, that's nice that you're here by choice. Mm -hmm. And to know that you're here by choice. And I'm very lucky with that housing situation because I'm paying like skeleton rent and bills. So like that's really privileged and lucky. Yeah. And temporary. So I'm kind of like, I'm going to enjoy that while I can. Yeah. And then I'll think about it when in the next couple of months when that comes to an end. Yeah. We got to go. Do we? Yeah, we've done it over an hour. That's, um, I got nothing. You got absolutely nothing. But um, we had a nice time. Well... I had a nice time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, um, first of all, thanks for coming in and doing it, having the chats. Thank you for Um, me. Anything, any projects on the way out or anything like that? Um, I have a... <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this offline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, have a, I was like, I don't know if uh, I don't know if it's any good. So, uh, no, um, I've um, a film coming out, potentially, uh, Rose Plays Julie this year sometime. I don't know when. Are you Rose or Julie? I'm both. <gasps> Rose Plays Julie. Is it a musical? No. Can you sing? No. Sing us a song. No. <laughs> just did. <laughs> you know that I can't sing because I just did. Um, yeah. She, yeah. Deadly. There you go. I got me to see it. Sure. <laughs> what a passive aggressive way to end this episode <laughs> and Scally thanks so much for playing personality bingo thanks so guys that was the amazing Anne Skelly playing personality bingo and I know you're super busy but if you are listening a massive thank you to you for taking the time to do it what a pleasure it was to sit down and get to chat to you and again a huge shout out to Stephanie Dufresne for putting us in touch as always guys if you have someone who you'd love to hear on the podcast and you think would do it go and put us in touch I would love to uh, hear who you want to talk we do this podcast for you so let's get your people on um, as always guys we are a crowdfunded podcast that's right we are on patreon.com forward slash personality bingo so if you are there chip us a couple of euro whether it's two euro five euro whatever the fuck it is it's gonna work out at about one euro 25 per episode or 50 cent per episode that's an hour of your time that's four hours over your month it's 50 cent per episode over the course of a month patreon looks after all of it it just pops out of your bank on a direct debit if it's a couple of euro you're not even gonna miss it i promise you it'll make a huge difference to us and the way we're able to do this show for you lately i've started doing um some podcasts on the road uh, getting the mics out and bringing them um just even to different spots around town but all that stuff it's just those little extra costs that pop up if you're in a position to help us it just makes it so much easier and um it is a weird thing that we've done in life that we just we like get content for free i mean it's amazing but if you're in a position where you can support it and you can ship in a few euro it honestly just makes the world a difference to us so look that's out there in the open now if you can do it do if you can't don't worry about it like blind boy says it's a model based off soundness i don't know why i always quote blind boy but for some reason i think it's just because it's a nice little sound boy and as well everyone loves blind boy so it just seems like the right thing to do but onwards we go a huge thank you to the boss woman erin Lindsay, for mixing editing and producing this podcast thank you so much as always Aaron for the amazing work you do to Leah Moore and Anthony Manley for their rambunctious team music it's absolutely brilliant guys as always and to the amazing Connor Nolan for his gorgeous artwork that will greet you on your iPhone screen or whatever the fuck you watch this on listen to this on whatever you do with it every single week last but not least to Alan Bennett and Paddy O'Leary for their deadly work 
at Headstuff HQ. Special shout out to Alan, who is away gallivanting around the places in New Zealand at the moment. I believe uh, not really a holiday though, because I know he's constantly at his laptop keeping things going. Uh, and back here, closer to home, Paddy O'Leary for keeping everything going as always, and always looking after me and the guests so well in the studio. So, guys, enough of that. Remember, we've got some really cool episodes coming up. Whether it be Gavin Costick, Ireland's most produced playwright over the last ten years, would you believe? And uh, the literary manager at Fishamble Theatre Company, the new play company. We've also got Quaku Fortune, who is doing a play at the Ark right now. He also just finished doing Asking for It just before Christmas. A hit show based on the Louise O'Neill book uh, that was at the Abbey Theatre and uh, down in Cork at the Everyman. Uh, I feel like that could have a life beyond as well. And also Anya O'Neill um, from Facts and Try Channel fame. Anya is a TV producer, but she has now started a really exciting new journey as one of Ireland's up-and-coming screenwriter. So I'm really excited to see what Anya does. And that was an amazing episode too. So look, guys, there's loads of good stuff coming your way. If you can, go onto the Patreon, check it out. If not, don't worry. We're going to see you back here anyway for another episode of Personality Bingo with Tom Moran.